listening to the Uneducated Guesses Podcast, featuring middle-aged guys offering unsolicited football advice. Welcome to the Uneducated Guesses Podcast once again. Let me hit you with the, the pro move for breakfast. What's your right? Get that honey-baked ham, right? Oof. That you got. You dice it. You put it in an omelet with some oh. uh, onion and green pepper. That's That's the perfect way to start. Food Fest 2020. <laughs> I'll start by giving the update from the COVID schedule. The Raven Steelers just moved to Sunday, so they're no longer the evening treat on Thanksgiving. So uh, I, I did see that. Yep. Missing our evening game on Turkey Day, which is kind of my my jam. So I'm a little disappointed in that, but I understand. Uh, yeah, I understand too. And I mean, they're pushing it from Thursday to Sunday, and it's a COVID thing. And I don't really understand what they plan to accomplish between thursday and sunday with the covid or the, uh, i i thought you're more people a chance to clear protocol oh okay all right i guess that kind of makes sense well and it's we still five days or something for people who had come in contact with the people who had uh positive tests so i think uh i think it's purely a let's get as many of the athletes on the field as possible i got you okay well, thank you for that clarification. That's that's yeah. wonderful. Um, well, Ingram and Robbins were already positive, so they were out. So I don't know if they're going to have a chance to get back in if they have some negative tests, but we'll see what happens. Sure. Sure. I mean, you can only swab the brain so much, right? That's so. true. Or what's left of it and those people who take shots all day. Whew. Ouch. Um, yeah, so in its stead, I mean, the, the Raven-Steelers game is pushed back to Sunday, uh, but you get to watch the powerhouse that is New Mexico at Utah State. Both teams are 0-4. Uh, that game kicks off on Fox Sports feel, 1. I'm feeling Utah State. I don't uh, know why. Yeah. But yeah, Utah, State, Utah State. I, I'm not, I think New Mexico has won maybe four games in its past six seasons or something like that. So um, certainly take Utah State. Uh, i, I over under is 51 and a half. Uh, it New Mexico apparently is favored, so that's any indication of how. Yeah, I'm still. Don't ask me why, because they're two very obscure teams that I've not really followed a whole lot. But I saw they were on on Thursday, and I said, "Feeling Utah." Uh, I don't know why I feel good about it. They're playing in Utah, gorgeous state. Um, yeah. But let's talk about Thursday's games. We've got let's do a it. Couple uh the nooner uh that some people eat dinner at noon some people eat dinner at two four six uh three thirty right i'm i'm more of like the four o'clock guy uh all right uh for thanksgiving dinner so i i catch the end of the the uh, and this year it's gonna be the texans at the lions i'm gonna catch the end of that game while i'm shoving my face full of turkey uh and i tell you what uh I want to lean towards the Lions. The Houston's are favored. Uh, I'm actually going to take the Texans in this. Uh, I like Deshaun Watson. I really do. I think he's just getting the raw end of a deal here. He's got limited playmakers around him. But, uh, I mean, Matt Stafford, they're missing DeAndre Swift, I believe, and they're probably going to keep him out because of the Thursday lineup. But I, I'm i going to take the Texans here. Vegas probably knows something that I don't. So uh, Houston minus three. I'm going to take Vegas' uh, Vegas's advice and take the Texans and a straight-up pick them. Okay. Uh, so that's my, my election there. Ryan, how do you feel? So I went uh, just the opposite there and uh, opposite of what the percent picked on ESPN has. So I, I like the Lions here for for 
a couple of reasons. The first being tradition, right? You gotta you gotta give some love to the teams that always play on Thanksgiving. Granted, the Lions always get sacked on <laughs> Thanksgiving, but at the same time, I trust Matt Stafford and the offense of the Detroit Lions to score. And I really don't trust Houston Texans to score. I think this is a toss-up and anyone could win. But if I had to pick between the offenses, uh, because the, I think the defenses are non-factors in both games, to be honest, I, I just think the Detroit Lions are going to score more points. I don't think it's a pretty game for either team, though. Yeah, I I mean, that's a good point, is, is both defenses uh, are struggling a little bit. I just find Houston's to be a little bit more porous defense uh it's got a little bit more gaps in it and i think detroit is going to put up a lot of points uh and i think houston is just going to find a way to capitalize on detroit's mistakes that they are just known for doing um i think that's that's how it gets done so uh, look at look for special teams to be the difference maker in this in this game honestly there has to be something to be the difference maker it might as well be special teams yep i would look at special teams uh moving forward the afternoon game not even the evening game, but the afternoon game. We've got the Cowboys and Indians. Oh, wait, excuse me. Excuse me. I cannot say that. Oh. Washington Football Club Ooh. at oh, the Dallas boy. Cowboys. Oh, boy, we just got taken off the air. Yeah. It just happened. Oh, I mean, everybody thinks it. Nobody says it. So sure. I said it. Never. Uh, yeah, we've got the, the Washington Football Club at the Callas. Callas. The Dallas Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys, baby. Woo. Uh, the, the callous Dallas Cowboys. Uh, I tell you what, I got Washington here. Um, Oof, we are going to yeah. be on the opposite side of a lot of these. I have a feeling. Uh, well, I took Washington here because I think Dallas came out of the gate last week, blew its load, and they're now going to go back to being Dallas. I think Washington is going to be just good enough to get it done, upset the Cowgirls in Dallas, and uh Ron Rivera is going to enjoy some Alex Smith time. Uh, is Alex Smith still playing? That's how much I pay attention to the sure, AFC. Sure, yeah, yeah, I think so. So, <clears throat> <That's>, <laughs> This game, just in case you were wondering, is for the lead in the NFC. <laughs> 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 so a battle of three and seven teams, literally for the lead, because Philly's not going to win this week. Uh, you know, uh, no, spoiler no, alert. But Giants <laughs> have a shot to win this week. We'll get to that game a little bit later. That's it, man. Uh, Ryan, how do you feel? So I'm with the the crowd this week, picking the Cowboys. Uh, let me uh, let me look at Washington's uh, score line here. The last uh, half dozen weeks, twenty points, twenty seven points, twenty points, three points. Oh, I'm sorry, twenty five points, nineteen points, ten points, seventeen points. I I just think the Cowboys can score more points. I I feel like Washington's a lock to score twenty, <laughs> and and exactly twenty. I just think the Cowboys now realize that, hey, we do have these offensive weapons that we're allowed to use. Uh, and, and I think they I think they rise to the occasion on uh, on Turkey Day here because I, I feel like, generally speaking, they've done well on Turkey Day. I don't have any data to substantiate that, but I feel like Jerry Jones has greased enough zebra pockets this past couple of weeks okay. that uh, it, gets, it gets done, whether by uh, <laughs> above-the-board means or otherwise. I, I, I think the Cowboys win. Okay, Cowboys. Uh, I'm gonna. Where's Trent? Where's our tiebreaker? Damn it, Trent! Yeah, I, whoa, and ladies and gentlemen, we have a special guest who's decided to join us on our podcast today. Uh, we've got Dale calling in from Clearwater. 
uh, and he's going to be joining us. Uh, welcome, Dale. Welcome to the pod. Thanks for taking over for Trent this week. Thanks for having okay. me, Matt. Well, great. I'm glad you joined us. Uh, and uh, hopefully, you can, hopefully you can help us make some some solid picks and good decisions here. Uh, first up on our slate of Sunday games, we have a game that no one in this area is going to care about. We have the Vegas Raiders at Atlanta Falcons. All right, Ryan, who's going to win and why? <clears throat> Everything in me wants to pick the Falcons, but the Raiders are the clear favorites here, and they they put up a pretty good fight against the Chiefs. Uh, what was that, Sunday? I don't know. Sunday night, I think it was this past week, and I had actually switched to them to try and make up a point there, and uh, they, they did me dirty at the end of the game there uh, with that interception. But uh, I will pick the Raiders here. I think the Falcons might surprise and, and put up a hell of a fight, but uh, I think uh, putting my tinfoil hat on to join you in the conspiracy theory, Den, I think everybody wants Vegas to to be good this year, so I think it's going to happen for them. Uh, yeah, I'm going to follow suit here, Ryan. I'm also taking the Raiders. I don't trust Atlanta after they let me down. They had a shot at New Orleans uh, this past, well, against New Orleans this past weekend. Uh, and they they crapped the bed. They let Taysom Hill just kind of destroy them, and I leave that to the Raheem Morris and the Dirk Cutter Atlanta Falcons. Uh, I'm very disappointed in how they reacted with a Drew Brees-less Saints team, and because of that, I'm picking against them this week. The Vegas Raiders will win. Another Buccaneer outcast kicked off uh, the squad there in John Gruden, uh, but he will uh, somehow find a way to be victorious in Atlanta uh, to move to seven and four because the Raiders have to make the playoffs to generate interest. You're right with the tinfoil hat. Uh, Dale, who do you have here? Uh, Raiders at Falcons. At Falcons. Yeah, I think the Raiders will beat the Atlanta Buccaneers. Um, I, like I, just, it. I, will, I will never forget Raheem Morris and Mark Dominic sitting in a bar in South Tampa when they probably should have been working and scouting, just pounding Jaeger shot after Jaeger shot. And, um, <laughs> this must be I, a story know, I'm not familiar with. I don't know. I mean, I, well, I, I see the results, the, but I, I missed the story. This is a kind of inside in, intel when you bring the silverback on. You know, you just immediately uh, elevate the whole quality of the show. So, okay. Um, oh, okay. All right. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> Uh, no, I, I think that Atlanta's got talent and I think, uh, I've always been a Matt Ryan fan, even, um, even now I just, you know, I, I, I it's, it's hard to watch Dan Quinn do so well and then drop so quickly, but, um, no, I, I think the Raiders, I, I like Derek Carr as well. And, um, they've got some good talent. So I, I, Raiders, even though they're coming over the East coast, I think Raiders, Raiders take that and which makes okay. our win against them look a little better too, you know? So it does, it does. Um, all right, so we've got uh, three three votes for the Raiders there. Uh, the next one o'clock game, we've got another West Coast team heading out east. We got the Chargers going out to Buffalo, and uh, I'll go first here. And I've got Buffalo. There's not really much that needs to be said about this. Uh, Ryan, you are very familiar and intimate with how I Buffalo feel about by Buffalo. a mile. Yeah, Buffalo you know how I feel about West Coast teams coming out east to play at one o'clock games. Uh, I've got Buffalo. I don't think it's. I think Buffalo's just going to shut them down. It's it's probably it's not going to be pretty. Um, Dale, who do you have? Yeah, this one is uh, somewhat personal because all of my in-laws are uh, massive Bills fans and uh, won't stop telling me about it. But 
you know, I, I think that the caveman, Josh Allen, you know, might have, you know, finally, you know, taken it off season seriously, even though it was a tough off season and, and he's looking pretty good this year. So yeah, Bills Bills should just although Herbert's had some bright spots, I think the Bills will, will probably win by double digits. Yeah, didn't Herbert go off and shave his head and social media blew up because now he looks like he's twelve? Didn't that happen? I feel like that mm. happened. So. A twelve year old skinhead? Let me let's find out. I think yeah. you should Google that and then tell your not on my work computer, but I appreciate the offer. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Ryan, uh, Chargers at Bills. Sorry, I'm a bit distracted. Yeah, six days ago, Herbert debuted new haircut, and uh, he does look 12. Oh my goodness, look at that small child playing football in the NFL. Good lord, he he looks like he just discovered his body for the first time in his room with the pictures. <laughs> oh my goodness, holy cow! Yeah, no, e- even even with that, uh, still the Bills. Uh, it's it's chilly up in New York, and those Westies are gonna they're gonna get cold and have a bad day. I know Keenan Allen might catch fifteen balls, but I don't think it matters. I think the Bills score uh, a bunch of points, and yeah, it looks like a double digit win to me. The yeah, problem uh, is, is that with, with uh, Justin Herbert's all of his the Noxzema he uses for his acne, <laughs> it's gonna make the ball slippery, and I I guarantee a couple picks. Okay, uh, but. But Keenan Allen is still going to catch 15, so that's nah. uh, yeah. Yeah, Keenan Allen is so damn. <laughs> do you want to do you want to hear the L.A. Times headline about the haircut? Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, after I hit you with the deluxe nut package a couple weeks ago, uh, Chargers Justin Herbert gets first haircut in ages for quote no particular reason end quote. And apparently, there's an article about it. Yeah. That is oh uh, that's the kind of breaking journalism you love from those West Coast uh, newspapers, you know. Hey, man, oh. it, slow times. It's not like there's anything wild going on in the country right <laughs> yeah, now. What are they going to yeah. talk about? COVID? Uh, yeah. Seriously. Um, not much. Huh. All right. I, I, I'm, I'm done talking about that stupid game. Uh, moving forward, we've got the Giants at the Bengals. Breaking news, in case oh, you guys didn't gosh. hear. Uh, uh, You guys still with me? Oh, you're sharing your screen. I am. You got to see this. I know no one on the uh, pod can see it. Look at that guy. Uh, yeah. Horrible. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's, fun, that's bad. Fun fact. Uh, he looks like someone I was in the military with. He, uh, Hoochins. Old Hoochins. Uh, yeah. You're out there, Hoochins. God bless you. Uh, he looks like yeah. he's listening to Nirvana in his garage in the early 90s. It does. Absolutely. 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 All right. <laughs> I have no words for that. It's hard, to, really hard to move on after that. I don't really know. It, it what certainly the, is. There, there. It absolutely is. Uh, and, and for those that are out there listening, if you have not seen the Justin Herbert haircut, I encourage you to uh, to do so, uh, but do so at your own risk, please. Yeah. Um, all right. So the next one o'clock game, we have the New York football Giants at the Cincinnati mm. Bengals. And for those of you who've not heard, Joe Burrow will not be playing. And it looks like Allen will be starting instead. For quite uh, some time. I'm, yeah, yeah. yeah fortunately. Uh, I wish it must be recovery because uh, I was rooting for him for sure. Sure, sure. Uh, Dale, why don't you go first uh, here? Who's going to win? Giants at Bengals. I mean, this has to be just one of probably the most like boring games that is going to be played all year. Although I will say the Giants, you know, they play hard. Um, a horrible decision to draft Daniel Jones. But is it at Cincy or at uh, New York? It's in Cincy. Yeah, not that that matters. Um, 
Yeah, I, I think Burrow, you know, after his, you know, stardom from Home Alone movies, um, <laughs> being a rival with the LSU Tigers versus Mike Gators, you know, you, you never, when it comes to something like that type of injury, you, you know, it's hard to even joke about him, you know, uh, not wanting him to get a full recovery. But uh, so, yeah, I, I think um, I, and he had thrown, what, 13 touchdowns to five picks. I mean, he was playing pretty well on a, you know, on a mediocre, not horrible, but mediocre team and for a rookie. So, um, I, you know, I just, I, I think the Giants are probably just playing a little tougher. Um, I, I got the Giants even on the road. Okay. Uh, Ryan. Yeah, you know, I've been kind of behind the Giants of late, uh, playing playing everybody tough, certainly. So I, I, I think they've got the uh, Chutzpa to beat uh the Bengals here with uh, without Joe Burrow. I think he he had developed a good rapport with uh, you know his receiving core out there. But who who's talking balls in uh, Cincy these days now that Burrow's gone? Uh, uh, Allen. I think it's Dan Marino. Is it Dan Marino? Dan Marino's <laughs> back. Yeah, yeah, he's in. He was on the <laughs> practice squad. He just got elevated, so it's a good comeback story. Quarterback Brandon <laughs> Allen. I don't think he was. The person who threw balls last week after he went out. Did they they bring Brendan Allen in? I do not have a legitimate uh, answer for you on this. Yeah, uh, I've been a little well, focused you know, on Turk. Ryan Finley. Ryan Finley was who was in there uh, at the end of the game. That's that's right. Yeah, no, uh, I I think the Giants. I I know there's there was some hate there on Danny Jones, but I think he's coming into his own, and I I think he I think he beats the Bengals without too much trouble here. Yeah, I, I also have the Giants. Um, I think Daniel Jones is probably going to rush for more yards than any running back on the Giants team. He may lead the game in rushing uh, as long as the painted lines on the field do not reach up and grab him again. Uh, I do think he and Sterling Sharp are <laughs> Don't starting be to get mean a little to him. Of... Don't be mean. I, hey, hey, <laughs> Danny Jones is not as bad as people give him crap for. Look, if he played on a different team that was not New York, uh, he would be good, right? People would be, would be talking about him. People, uh, let's say that he was in Jacksonville and putting up the same kind of numbers. They would love him down there. Right. Uh, yeah. That being said, he's in New York. It's a, it's a tough media market and he's going to get shit on because he came in for two times Super Bowl winning quarterback. So it's, it's, it's going to be tough for him, uh, yeah, but I think exactly. he's done. All right. Well, look um, at how they treated it. Look at how they treated Eli, you know, yeah, he, oh, he of won course. two Super Bowls. He got ran out of town for Daniel Jones. And he's got good receivers. He's got a great tight end. But, you know, his, his you know, starting running back, Saquon, you know, that was the first game of the year, right? I mean. Yeah. So, yeah, exactly. Gallman's uh, been getting hot. Yeah, no, he's, he's got, you know, he kind of reminds me of Tannehill, where if they just had a decent defense and, you know, a little guy named Derrick Henry, then he could probably be, you know, um, probably have a little bit better of a national perception. But. I agree. He's probably a little underrated, but he's, uh, yeah, I think they'll pull it. I agree on the rushing stats, so he's he's got some legs on him. Yeah, go ahead, Ryan. Go ahead and shit on him a little bit more. What? No, no. D- Danny Jones? No? Okay. No, right. I, I wasn't the person who started there. I, lo- I love Danny. Uh, he, he's got a solid yeah, it, 80 it's... yards of rushing at a time in him. We've already discussed this. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, and I, I do feel sorry for Joe Burrow. Uh, I do wish him a speedy recovery. I, I liked what he was doing this season. I think he has a great future in the NFL, and I, I would love nothing more than to see him succeed How in Cincinnati. How much time did we just spend on this game? Uh, yeah, exactly. Um, 
but we're all going with the Giants here. Great. Okay. That's a good point. Let's all move right. forward. Uh, Ryan, your Cleveland Browns at the Jacksonville Jaguars. Why don't you oh, go first on this one? Tell us you about your brownies. Know, you already know what it is. We're, we're going Cleveland here, not because the offense scores points, but I think the uh, I think the defense holds up again like they have the past two weeks in, in absence of the Browns offense scoring more than two touchdowns in both of those weeks. So uh, even without Miles Garrett, I think they find a way to score points on defense on special teams. And Baker Mayfield does barely just enough to get them in field goal range to win by a field goal. Uh, okay. Against a very bad Jacksonville team, I, I the in the same way that Cleveland lost every game by a field goal last year, I think they're finding a way to do just the opposite this year. Uh, yeah, I think the spread on that game is six. So I don't know if uh, they cover, but Cleveland for sure. <laughs> okay, all right, Chubb, uh, Dale, Chubb who are you taking? One hundred fifty. That's that's all you need to know. Chubb runs oh. one fifty. Dale, wow, who do you what, have? What, what another beautiful game. Uh, is Baker Mayfield even a starting quarterback there anymore? Yeah. Good grief. Yeah. Uh, he yeah. does some funny uh, commercials. I'll give him that. There you uh, go. All of this. Yeah. I, you know, I. Uh, is it at Jack's or at Cleveland? I, I I didn't hear what you said. At at Jaguars. At Jaguars. Um. Hmm. You know, I'll um I'm 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 gonna go with uh, Jack's over Cleveland here. Okay. All right. He can't be on the pod anymore. <laughs> no, I'm just Wait kidding. a second. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I, pay, I picked against them enough times this year. It's I hard know to they could lose for either of those teams. I mean, it's like, what are you going to do? It's like, you know, yeah. do you want COVID or do you want the avian flu? You know, I mean, <laughs> ouch. Take your uh, poison. I mean, if I had to Look, pick, now, probably flu. Tamiflu has been around and kind of vetted for a while. So probably the avian flu. I'm not sure who represents who there, but. In a disease lineup, probably. You just chose the Jaguars, my friend. Oh, no. Oh, no. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, given... Given the Browns' history, you just brought that up, right? The the Browns have had to rely on their defense now two weeks in a row. They're missing Miles Garrett. I actually am going to take the Jacksonville Jaguars on this for two reasons. Uh, one, I don't trust the Browns to do it three weeks in a row. A seven and three team. I don't trust the Browns to do okay. it three weeks. In a row. I right. think they're going to browns it up, right? And they're going to they're going to find a way to browns it up. And I think the Jaguars are going to Jacksonville it up just enough for them to knock themselves out of a top three pick in the draft because they're going to win a game that they shouldn't be winning anyway. So I think it's a, a double-edged sword here. Jacksonville wins to screw up their draft position and Cleveland loses to Ooh. jeopardize their uh, playoff ability. So I'm they're going to put it. In, I still think Cleveland makes the playoffs, but I think they're going to put it in jeopardy. Mm. Okay. Just my all right. I yeah. 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 I get it. Uh, All right, the next game is actually a really, really good game. I'm really looking forward to watching it. We've got the Tennessee Titans at the Indianapolis Colts. This is going to be a good one. I think this is for the lead of the division, if I'm not mistaken. Ryan, how do you feel about it? Man, you know I've kind of dogged on Phillip Rivers for for a long time here. Uh, And if it was any other week than just after last week, even after they beat the Titans two weeks ago, I probably still would have picked the Titans again, but the Colts are hot right now for, for better or for worse. And I think that momentum carries them. Phillip Rivers, I still think he's old. And I, you know, I, I think Tannehill is uh, Tannehill. I've messed that up before, but yes, Tannehill, um, he, he's more dangerous. He has a, a higher ceiling, but 
Philip Rivers has been the picture of consistency this year, and uh, the Colts' defense has been pretty rock solid. So, for the first time yeah. in a long time, I'm, I'm on the I'm on the Colts this week. Wow, that I think that's the first time since like week two or three. Yeah, uh, Dale, how do you feel? Titans at Colts. Yeah, this should be a good game. Uh, I've been a huge Philip Rivers fan. Um, you know, Yo, since he came in. I mean, he, he's Yo, a guy Tambien. that he's he's. Oh, can you hear me? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Keep going. Oh, yeah. I thought you said I'm on me. You guys be quiet. Stop. Come on. No, I'm just uh, talking over you because that's what I do. No, um, uh, he's a guy that's probably gonna make the Hall of Fame despite having zero Super Bowls. And, um, but you know, there's something to be said for for a game manager with an elite running back and a good offense. Now you might be wondering that could be both teams, but. Um, <laughs> You know, I, I think in this instance, it's going to be as Nobs called them, the Titans, the Titans. Uh, so I, I got the Titans um, in a pretty, pretty tight game. I mean, that's a toss up because, yeah, I, Ryan, you're right. I mean, they, the Colts got a good D. I mean, Phillip Rivers being on a new team, all things considered, you know, um, you know, he's not going to be an all pro. But I, I think, you know, it's been impressive um, what he's done this late in his career on a new team. But. Yeah, I, I just I, I think I got the Titans in this one. Um, I don't know what the spread is. I don't have those stats up, but I got the Titans winning out, right? Yeah, both teams had really good good showings last week, right? The Titans in overtime over the Ravens, and the Colts took it to the Packers, right? And we talked about that last week of which Packers team was going to show up, and uh, turns out it was the team that the Colts were going to beat. So uh, both games were close. Now this week uh, looks like Indy minus three, so they've got the home field advantage uh, payout, whatever. Uh, over unders fifty one. Uh, I tell you what. This is this is going to be a good game, and it really is a toss-up. I'm sticking with the Colts here, uh, although if I were to pick the Titans, I would not be upset about that pick either. Uh, I'm just going with the home team just simply because they're the home team, and it's a coin flip game. So I'm I'm going to stick with the Indianapolis Colts. I love Phillip Rivers. I like Derrick Henry. The Colts have a better defense. Uh, the Titans, like I said last week, find a way to win games uh, when everyone counts them out. So they did it all last year. They've done it so far this year, but I'm going to take the Colts in the regular season uh, and kind of exact some revenge here, if I'm not mistaken. So because the didn't the Titans win a couple of weeks ago? Is that right, Ryan? No, no, no. Colts, uh, Colts won. Col- Colts that won. Okay. matchup all two right. weeks ago, 34-17. Yeah, right. okay. So they oh. handily did so. So uh, okay. Well, then they, yeah. if, if it was that bad, if they doubled up on them like that, well, then I'm going to just go ahead and take the Colts because you figured the Titans out at that point. Yeah. Um, we All right. Uh, skip this next one. Uh, no, I want to talk about it. Um, right. Yeah, I know. Uh, we don't have to spend a lot of time on it though. But we have the Miami Dolphins, the six and four Miami Dolphins, Tua Tonga Valoa Miami Dolphins. At is that like uh, Worcestershire sauce? You just say uh, it fast. And no one uh, asks. Yeah, you almost have to, right? Okay. Tua. Well, then it all Valoa. sounds the same to now, You know, I mean, that's just the kind of guy he is. Yeah. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. Uh, I get all um, tongue twisty tied. Uh, yeah, I got playing? the Dolphins and, and Jets. They're playing in Jersey. Uh, Dale, who do you have here? Miami at Jets. Let's keep this one real quick, guys. Uh, I got the Dolphins. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I'm also <laughs> going with the fish. Uh, I don't I don't think the Jets are going to go 0 and 16, but they are a terrible football team who's going to go 0 and 16. Uh, Ryan? Yeah, no, I'm I'm with the fish as well. Although, 
the Jets have put up in the last two weeks 27 points and 28 points. So, you know, buyer beware on the on the Dolphins who who skid last week, and I ended up fortuitously picking against them to make up some points last week. Uh, might be kind of catching their breath here, but still still defends by uh, at least a score. Oh, sure, sure. I, I yeah, I don't trust the Jets defense to buckle down and stop the Dolphins enough. Uh, yeah. All right, another one o'clock game here. This one is actually, I think it's going to be it's a tough a, pick, a closer game than than people are on ESPN no, are giving it credit every, for. Everybody knows after the Cowboys just embarrassed those Vikings. That's true. All right, oh. so the Carolina Panthers, go Panthers, are going out to Minnesota <laughs> to play the Vikings, and well, the Dalvin Cooks, right? The Minnesota Dalvin Cooks. It's yeah. inside. Uh, it doesn't matter where it is. It's inside. That's that's true. Uh, is Bridgewater back, or is he still out? Do we know? Mm. I I honestly Ryan. don't know. Uh, uh, I do not believe Teddy's back yet. Uh, let me see what they do. do, do. Use your uh, Google search uh, capabilities, and uh, I mean that's what I do for a living professionally. So <laughs> we're in the right spot here. We are on the right. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, absolutely questionable. PJ Walker looked good last week. I honestly, I don't know if that's a, a decision maker for me one way or the other. Uh, okay, McCaffrey's probably uh, not back. He's listed as doubtful right now. So yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens there. Mike Davis, you know, I've been on Davis all year, dude. Like Davis is a, a like kind quality replacement for Caffrey. So I, yeah. I, I, I don't know. Uh, I'm still. <laughs> Spoiler alert, still picking against him, even after the Vikes <laughs> shit the bed. All that analysis, just to say that it doesn't matter. No. <laughs> okay. So you're taking the Vikings. You like uh you like the I am. I am. Kirk Cousins will show up. He will. He's okay. got to at some point this season. Um it's yeah, and Mike Davis he was committed to the uh, Gators at one point and then went to South Carolina, had a great career, had an injury, and then I'm really happy to see him, you know, at the expense of McCaffrey, who was my first round pick in fantasy. Thanks, McCaffrey. Yeah, um, it is still good to see Davis. I was able to pick up Davis in, um, in fantasy. And, yeah, he's he's um, a really solid backup. So um, I, I still don't have them winning <laughs> because, uh, you know, the Florida State Dalvin Cooks is now the Minnesota. Actually, Dalvin Cook was, oddly enough, once committed to the Florida Gators as well. And, uh, you know, uh, went to Florida State. But, yeah, I, I got Minnesota went in. Um, I mean, I don't think it's going to be a spectacular game. But, yeah, I think Cousins is, you know, still, you know, still a yeah. decent quarterback. And uh, Dalvin Cook he, should take the reins. Thielen's still probably out. And that scares me because Thielen's been a huge weapon. But uh, I still think Dalvin Cook gets it done. Yeah, I mean, they still have Justin Jefferson up there at Minnesota. Yep. And he's legit uh anybody that's listened to sure. us uh you will hear trent constantly bitch about how philly passed him to take uh, i don't even know who it was and it doesn't matter because it wasn't justin jefferson um so uh trent is still really upset about that of the fact that the vikings ran that pick up to the the podium um i am also taking the minnesota vikings here uh i i the panthers came out and surprised me last week but I don't think they get it done this week. Uh, Minnesota wins uh, for Daily Fantasy. Ryan, would you gamble taking Kirk Cousins, maybe? Uh, if he was cheap. <laughs> mm. Okay. 
I, I, I don't know. I feel like there's better, cheaper options out there. I don't, I don't know. Uh, potentially like this next quarterback with uh, Kyler Murray Cardinals at the New England Patriots. Yeah. I don't, I don't know what he goes for. Kyler, Kyler's like the most expensive guy out there. And he, kinda, of course he is naturally. He, he threw uh, up 20 points last week. If you follow DFS, you know, that's not a lot. He's been averaging like 33. So he ended up being like $8,200, which is insanely high for a quarterback. Uh, so yeah, uh, pick, pick Kyle at your own risk. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, he's playing the new England Patriots this week, uh, in new England. And who do you have, Ryan? Oh, he muted. Dale, who do you have? Do you have the Cardinals or the Patriots? Oh, don't do me dirty like that. No, well, you muted. I was going to come back to you. No, you do him dirty offline, Matt. Okay. Come on. Not Ooh. on the pod. <laughs> All right. So we'll grab the Sanchez later. And all right, so Ryan, who do you have here? Do you have the Cardinals at the Patriots? I I have also selected the Cardinals. It it uh, eh, it's like a team. I I need to go back and see if I've picked any of their games right this year. At six and four, I think I've missed all ten Cardinals picks. I think <laughs> I think that's one I just drop every time. I had them over the Seahawks uh, last uh, last week, and it it burned me. And the Patriots, you never know which Patriots are going to show up. Uh, I still have the Cardinals this time around, but I'm almost positive that's uh, that's pretty foreboding there. So uh, I'm uh, I'm uh, I'm gonna go with uh, go with Arizona here. Just yeah, very, you're making me nervous cautiously. for very making cautious. me nervous for picking the Redbirds here. Uh, yeah, you should be. You should be. Yeah, I also yeah. have. The cards, uh, I, I think Cam Newton dressing up like the mountain climber on the prices right at the end of the last week's game uh, <laughs> is yeah. more than enough than anyone needs to know about Cam Newton's season so far. He is going to go over the cliff. He's already over the cliff. He's going to plumb it <laughs> down. And bum, 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 have, we, is, have we very nice. Cam, have we discussed Cam Newton on this podcast? Uh, just about every Maybe week. Once. Okay. I don't even know who you're talking about. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. So, uh, yeah, he's a running back. Yeah, he's a a running back. Uh, Dale, who do you have? Uh, In this instance, the price is wrong, Bob. Um, I think Cam's going to, you know, it's kind of, it's weird seeing a Patriots team struggle, but um, I just, I, you know, for as minuscule as he is, you know, from a physical standpoint, I think Kyler's, you know, he's just a hell of a player. So I, I think they go into new England and, and take the victory from, you know, old no sleeve Belichick. And, uh, um, that, that should be a good game though. I mean, Belichick didn't forget how to coach defense. So, I mean, going up against, you know, Ryan Gosling, Cliff Kingsbury, uh, you couldn't, <laughs> could barely win a game in college, but somehow he's like doing well in the NFL. That was, Still kind of surprising to me, but he got his quarterback and Kyler. They've got some good talent, and um, I, I, I see the Cardinals going in there and, you know, not winning by a bunch. I, I think they do enough to, to squeak by. Sure. All right. Let's move to the 4 o'clock hour here. We have the New Orleans Saints at the Denver Broncos. Uh, is Taysom Hill still quarterbacking, do we know? Sure, why not? Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm taking the Saints. It's not going to matter. Uh, You're talking no. about Tim Tebow, or t- uh, you said t- Taysom Tebow Hill? Yeah, that guy. Uh, the guy we don't yeah. know what to do with a quarterback or. Yeah. Man, or... Uh, you can say what you want to, but uh, he looked pretty. <laughs> he looked pretty efficient <laughs> on Sunday. Uh, so that's he must be doing something right. He looked better than Jameis, who 
was. You could uh, say what you want to, but the only reason they have a college degree is because they played football. That's absolutely right. Uh, <laughs> well, Andy's uh, I am yeah, taking the. Book the, of Mormon the help them. Yeah. I am going to take the Saints up there in uh, in Denver land. Uh, it, it's it's not going to matter who's playing, who and where and whatnot. Uh, Alvin Kamara is just going to win this game for him. Uh, the Broncos got a really good defense. Uh, Drew Locke is Drew Locke. You can talk about his QBR if you want to, Ryan, but uh, maybe it's last in the league now. But I, I'm going to go ahead and take the New Orleans Saints. I think this is pretty much a, a free square on the board this week. Uh, Dale, who do you have? Yeah, so much hope going into the season for the Broncos. I mean, you know, it's it's tough to watch them struggle. I mean, I don't know if they had the most injuries in the first two or three or four weeks. I mean, but they were up there. And so um, – and Drew Locke, honestly, I mean, coming out of college, I had a lot of hope for him as well. I, I think he showed some promise, but um, no, I, the Saints is an easy one. I mean, the Saints will go in with, you know, their defensive line and their defensive backs and just control that game. All right, Ryan. Yeah, so uh, to answer your question, Drew Locke remains in second to last, just ahead of Sam Darnold still, uh, at a 40.2 QBR to Sam Darnold's 39.5. So there, it's a race to the bottom. Yeah, however, absolutely. However, there, there's an entire rest of the team around the Saints that is not there in Denver. So, I mean, yeah. Judge Judy out there catching passes for the Broncos is great and all. But I, I don't know if you know this, but Michael Thomas still caught eight balls maybe something like that this sure. past week. Uh, sure, and, and they're loaded with talent. Even when Kamara has a bad game, Kamara only gets like 25 daily fantasy points by himself. So yeah, yeah. yeah. no, I, I, this is a no brainer for me. New Orleans Saints all the way. Okay. All right. Yeah. Everybody's taking the free square here. Uh, the next game, the 49ers at the Rams who coming off a Monday night victory. Uh, Ryan, who do you want to take on this one? I mean, you know, I'm not a huge believer in the Rams, uh, but uh, this is an easy, easy win for the Rams here. San Fran's been banged up all year, and they just have gotten zero traction. Haven't been able to put anything together on offense. Kittle, you never know if, uh, I mean, he's still out, but every everybody's hurt. There's nothing going on in San Fran anymore. They're just kind of whimpering out of the season. So everyone's uh, hurt, including their feelings. Easy for the Rams, including their feelings. Cop catches another 15 pitch cap, bleh, 15 catches this week. So, okay. Dale? Yeah, if there's one team that was more beat up than the Broncos, it was probably the 49ers. So, um, I never really bought into the 49ers hype, even, you know, after last season. Don't ask me why, son of your business. I'm not going to tell you why. If you asked me, I just didn't. So, um, I, yeah, they're, they're, um, that was a difficult game to watch. Jeez, uh, that was last night. But um, when when the Rams are on, they're really tough to beat. And, you know, it depends on how they scheme. If they, unfortunately, uh, Todd Bowles didn't get pressure on uh, golf, and he just shredded up. I mean, it didn't help that we missed about 20 tackles that allowed Cooper Cup to, you know, um, seemingly look like, you know, a Hall of Famer. But uh, Rams in this one for sure. So you're saying that Cooper Cup is not a Hall of Famer? Is that what you're going with that? Is it because of the color of his skin, Dale? Is that what it is? Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Absolutely, that's what I'm saying. Okay. All right. <laughs> Make sure we're all on the same page. Uh, you, you, you hit the nail on the head there. I mean, if you get golf off his mark because you can put some pressure on him, he's very inefficient. But uh, 
that seems to not be a problem, especially last week. And I think this week going in to face a banged up Niners team, I think you guys are both right. You know, they're they're banged up. They had a lot of injuries, and I don't think the Rams have any problem whatsoever on on mowing over the Niners to uh, remain tied for first place. And we'll we'll get to that next game here uh, pretty soon. Uh, but the other late night four o'clock game. Let's let's consider for a moment here that the uh, yeah four o'clock game. We'll say the Chiefs at the Bucks. I'm gonna fire off first here, and for people who listen to this podcast are gonna be very surprised. By this Shocked. Point. I am going if you, to pick. If you, wait, wait, wait. If you pick the Bucks, I'm going to drive down to your house. Keep, go, keep going, though. I'm, I'm going to take the Tampa Bay Buccaneers here. Ooh. Oh, my gosh. I'm putting the minivan in reverse. I quit. I Golden quit Dragon. I quit the, the The reason why is because this is a game that the Bucks are not supposed to win. They're coming off an ugly loss. Tom Brady fired up. Great week of practice. Uh, and I, I think they kind of catch Andy Reid a little off guard, maybe. Uh, and I think the defense shows up to keep Kansas City in check, their pass game anyway. Uh, I think they're going to the, the run game will stay in check because we have a really good run defense. Uh, and we're going to we're going to take away the deep pass from Mahomes. And I, I can see the Bucks winning this game very close. Little help from the refs. But at the end of the day, that's not going to matter. And the Bucks will win this game. That's my guess, and uh, the Tom Brady effect with the referees will help. Uh, Ryan, who do you have? Wow, I, I don't even know how to follow that. Uh, I do have the the Kansas City chefs like uh, most everybody else uh, here. I don't think they look great against the Raiders, and we all know the Raiders are kind of fading uh, over the second half of the season here. Uh, so I don't really hold them in as high of regard as the 9-1 record probably dictates that I do. However. I do believe that Tampa Bay is kind of struggling to take on this mantle of a good team in the NFC. So I think they'll, I think they'll drop this one as they kind of limp into the playoffs this year. So All right. uh, I, I got the chefs. Dale. Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, one of the only things we can hope for is that Andy Reid and Taysom Hill, you know, get caught up holding, you know, their Mormon zoom calls over the weekend and forget to coach the game. But, um, <laughs> It's a game where, you know, Jamel Dean, I think he had a concussion. Is he going to be back? What is Todd Bowles going to dial up? Because blitzing a guy like Mahomes doesn't, he'll just run right past you. So then you got to, you know, be much more disciplined on your run gaps. And um, I think it's just, it's, this is a game that's a lot more difficult to scheme defensive wise than it was against the the Rams. And that's why I'm surprised, you know, we look so poor against them um, or, or, or didn't dial up the pressure, but, um, you know, Mahomes, n- nobody in this league is unbeatable. The Bucks have a lot of talent. Tom Brady's prone to come back, um, you know, after bad games to have a great week of practice and play well. Um, so, mm, you know, I, I think that, that <laughs> I think I'm probably, I- I'm going to go, uh, with a, with a home win for the Bucks, to be honest with you. I- and I, think- all right. Well, and I think it has more to do with the fact that Bowles is too good of a coordinator to have multiple horrible games in a row, even if it, even against the talent that the Chiefs have. And um, I think Tom, the other part of that, number two, is Tom Brady just, you know, the Chiefs, they're, they're not some defensive juggernaut. I, you know, they're not you know horrible by any means, but um, they're, they're not going to have Aaron Donald and then uh, what's the other guy's name on the Rams D-line coming at him. So 
Right. Uh, although they will have Chris, they have Chris Jones, so I take that back. But uh, I think Brady has a great bounce back, to be honest. Uh, yeah, and it's not a primetime game, right? So yeah, that's uh, an automatic win, man. Come on, Ryan, <laughs> jump on board, brother. There it is. He didn't even he didn't even mention Jalen Ramsey for the the Rams defense. Jalen's gonna come beat you up, just so you know. Ah. Yeah, nah. well, he he went to FSU, so I'm not surprised he's beating somebody up. So fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, let's circle back. Let's assume it was supposed to be Thursday night at eight o'clock. Let's just assume for giggles that it's going to be Sunday, uh, parallel eight o'clock game uh, with the NFC. Uh, so the Ravens at the Steelers. Uh, I want your take, Ryan. Who do you have? Man, so I hate both of these teams with a passion. Uh, So what behooves me the most as a Browns fan is if the Steelers keep rolling here and the Ravens drop. Because we have a one-game lead on Ravens right now as as Browns fans here for uh, a wild-card spot since we're not obviously taking the division at this point. Uh, Unless something magical happens, um, which it won't. So... That being said, I do have the Steelers here. I've picked against them probably more than anybody else in the history of Pick'em this year. Uh, but I think they roll here. The The Ravens are on the bus, man. They are on the struggle bus. They, they cannot find a way to score touchdowns. They might not even have their two starting running backs. So I, Lamar Jackson can't do this himself. Not this game. So Steelers by a, a long shot. Okay. All right. Dale? Uh, yeah, these two teams are just awful. Uh, we'll just skip the rest of this. What's the next game? No, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, Ravens, I, I think what you're seeing is maybe teams catching on to Lamar Jackson, you know, maybe coupled with, you know, yeah, I know they got um, kind of a, com- a committee approach at running back, and honestly, I don't even know what the receiver position looks like, but um, – <laughs> Willie Sneed out there starting. Oh, Willie yeah. Sneed? Old oh, Willie Sneed. Oh, Willie. Old um, Brown and uh, somebody else. They got a good. Yeah, uh, yeah they're, they're, they're Andrews, the receiver, well, the tight end. Let's, yeah, let's be honest. I mean, Lamar Jackson's, you know, I, I think he's still one of the better quarterbacks in the league, without a doubt. There's no, not, not taken away from that. But I think he needs to probably, you know, um, it's the classic dual threat. You know, he needs to learn to use his arm a little more um, consistently before he just takes off. So I think the Steelers will win this big. Steelers, one of the top defenses in the league. Rapisberg, Roethlisberger, uh, is that a slip? Um, playing well. You know, th- th- I think the Steelers will just overwhelm them again. I think that, what was the score of the last game the Steelers? Like, I can't remember, wasn't it? It was close. It was close. I was, say, I it was, it was a close one. I thought it was closer, so. You know, I think that the Steelers now have more video on on what teams are doing the last few games to stop Lamar. So, um, yeah, I got the Steelers. Okay, I'm actually taking the Ravens here. I think they get revenge for the game that they lost. Uh, And then the the other side of that is they are also going to be putting the Browns in jeopardy. This is just how I see the holistic view of the NFL this year. I think they're going to put the Browns in jeopardy of missing the playoffs, although don't worry, Ryan, I still have the Browns making the playoffs, but this is where the AFC playoff picture is going to become really, really interesting. So I'm going to take the Ravens in this one. They get their revenge. The Steelers are not going undefeated now. They can get that monkey off their back and just focus on winning games down the stretch. Uh, Good point. Good point on the Steelers. Sorry to mean to catch you, but yeah, I mean, the Steelers, they're going to, 
I don't think they're the type of team that can go under. I agree with you. So I, at some point they're going to lose. This might very well be it, but yeah, I, I'm still going with the Steelers. Good point. All right. So the next eight o'clock game that is actually the scheduled eight o'clock game, Chicago Bears at the Green Bay Packers. Uh, Dan, wow. who do you have? NFC North matchup here. The Bears at the Pack. The old classic ice cold snowball boring with, you know, three yards in the cloud of dust, uh, except, you know, this year, I think Aaron Rodgers is, um, you know, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not a huge Aaron Rodgers fan. You know, I don't think, I don't get it when people say he's the best, best player in the league, one of the best of all time. I don't get that, but uh, is he a top three quarterback? Yes. Um, are the bears really like, should the bears have three or four more losses? And they do have, yes. And um I think that the Packers, I don't think that Bears defense can can tame um, a more mobile Rodgers. And I think the Packers um, come out with that win. Okay. All right. Ryan, where are you at? Uh, it's one of my locks of the week, the old Green Bay Packers over the Chicago Bears. I mean, it's no secret how I feel about the Bears this year. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> back when you were hot on the Bears, uh, early season Bears, I... Uh, I was starting to cast doubt. So, yeah, Packers by a mile. Yeah, uh, I, too, am going with the Packers. I've, I'm have i totally expecting Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams to just put up a lot of points. Uh, I think the Bears are just tired on defense because their offense is so inefficient that they play so much. Uh, I think that that's how it ends up rolling out. Uh, so Packers by a lot, and uh, my fantasy team will be very happy about it. So. Uh, <laughs> Moving forward, we've got the last game of the week here, the Monday night matchup between the Seattle Seahawks, whose defense has phoned it in all season, and the Philadelphia Eagles, who are a part of a division, I think. Maybe it's the SEC, maybe it's the ACC, but it certainly should not be in the NFL of the NFC East. hey Boy, let me tell you, what an introduction. Ryan, who do you have? Seahawks at Eagles. <laughs> That was uh, much ado about nothing there. Really uh, yeah, Seahawks. What, what do you? What do we? We're gonna limp out on this one for this week's podcast. So we should have just rearranged this, done this one first. <laughs> yeah, I mean Seahawks. Yeah. Uh, uh, Dale, who who are you taking here? I think probably the fact that it's like two birds of prey uh, playing each other is more entertaining than the actual game will be. So. Um, yeah, Seahawks will uh, – Russell Wilson will continue to establish himself as the best short quarterback in the league. And uh, Seahawks win this one. Stunning you know, endorsement. I, Stunning endorsement. I don't, yeah, there's not much to say. I mean, Eagles are horrible. And Philadelphia is, as a city, uh, we'll keep that off the record. Uh, but um, Seahawks, uh, without a doubt. Yeah. Uh, I, I actually I'm OK, so I'm taking the Seahawks here. I just want to preface this. Uh, but I think the most entertaining point of this game is uh, is Philadelphia allowing fans in the stadium. Do we know uh, at some capacity? Maybe. Well, I heard they, that Dur Duracell, the battery maker. Yeah, they give them all batteries when they go on so they can throw them at the opposing team. So that's exactly 20 right. 20 yes. percent battery usage. Uh, yeah. So if you have stock in Duracell or uh, Energizer, <laughs> whatever the manufacturer is for those, uh, certainly stop. Double down on your efforts, because uh, the Seattle Seahawks, I totally expect them to get snowballs and uh, batteries thrown at them from the sidelines, just because, you know, Philly. 
so I am taking the Seahawks. Uh, there's not really much to say about this. Uh, it's going to be a blowout. Um, all right, so real quick, let's let's hunker down. Dale, this is your first time on the podcast, so I'm going to defer you out of this. And Ryan, give me your three locks of the week, buddy. Who are we taking? Oh, right in a row here. Uh, well, I do have the, the pack, which I had previously mentioned. Um, I also have the New Orleans Saints uh, right. as a lock here. Uh, I, I believe we're still under the rules that you can't pick against the Jets. You're not allowed to pick against the Jets. You are correct. <laughs> okay. <laughs> just just wanted to make sure that that was, uh, that was still in force there. Uh, and then my, my last pick there, um, which probably goes in line with uh, a lot of people's feelings uh, looking at it now, uh, is the Buffalo Bills over the Chargers there. So okay. uh, kind of kind of playing yeah. it safe, kind of kind of running uh, middle ground like everybody else is doing on those pickums. But I do feel very safe about those picks. So and uh, if you could bet them straight up, great. Uh, whatever the spreads are, probably good on those too. Yeah, uh, I'm my. Uh... My betting account greatly thanks you for making the safe picks. Uh, I, I've I've had a couple of runs of uh, risky bets and they've not paid out well. So, uh, Dale, I'm going to at least extend you the invitation. Do you want to give me any of your picks of the week? I know you don't have uh, much of a lineup in front of you here. So, uh, is there anything that you want to add? No, I I think if I could choose two, it would probably be the Saints and the Bills. I I yeah, well, really, Ryan was pretty. I mean. Really going out on a limb there, Ryan. Wow. That's, uh, <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> but it's I mean, called gambling. <laughs> the, 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 exactly. Yeah. The other side of that is, you know, it's but it's also true. I mean, those those three games should should be um, would probably be my locks as well. So, I mean, I, I know I'm not adding anything of substance. Maybe if I had my list in front of me, you know, we could, you know, go over. It. But uh, yeah. No. Nope. Good job, Ryan. I love you. Love you too, buddy. <laughs> okay. All right. I never uh, met you, but I love you. So, <laughs> Ryan, real quick, if I wanted to do a four-team parlay, if you were to throw a fourth lock-em in there, would you be down with the Saints, or would you be down, or not the I Saints? I already mentioned the, the Saints. I'm not. I, I didn't mean the Saints. I'm sorry. The Seahawks. I'm looking right at him, and for some reason, I said the Saints. Oh yeah, I, I didn't Seahawks. even know if that one was on the uh, on the table. Yeah, absolutely. Well, the, the Dolphins. Seahawks, Let's throw. If I'm gonna parlay it, they can play against the Jets. Throw throw both of them in there. Make it a five-team parlay. Let's Woo! get some money back. Man, you're paying for the bourbon run next time. My goodness. Absolutely. Spending all my money. And uh-huh. I believe a parlay is a type of French dessert. Is this yeah, correct? That's true. That is yes. true. Yep. yep. Yes. I thought yes. it was. Okay. It's Good. got meat in the middle, too. Um, okay. Well, keep your personal life out of it. But. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, thank you guys both so much for joining. Uh I want to wish everyone that's out there listening a happy and safe Thanksgiving. Eat plenty of food. Enjoy your family. Uh, This has been a fun podcast. Dale, it's been great having you on, buddy. I hope to have you back sometime. Probably not, but thanks. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, (laughs) Thanks thanks for having me. Hey, absolutely. And um, you guys check us out at the Uneducated Guesses podcast at gmail.com. We're on the Instagram. We're on the Facebook and all that other good jazz. You can also find us out on Parlor now less censored than Twitter. So uh, feel free to hit us up. <laughs> and